0: A story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon where you will get exclusive content, shout-outs, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout-out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash News Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcast on your favorite podcast platform.
1: what it costs
2: I want to know what the truth is and I hope that people my son anybody if my name comes up whether you like me whether you agree with me or not at least you can respect the fact that he's on a quest for truth he's on a quest for truth
3: welcome to Skiba News Nation bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba.
0: Hey, Skiba News Nation family. Welcome to episode 67 of Skiba News Nation, your weekly source of the latest news, controversial topics, conspiracies, forgotten history, and so much more. I'm your host, Jeremiah Skiba, and today we're gonna to be talking about World War III on the horizon? Is Reddit the new source of real news? Ring of Fire? The current situation in Israel? They poisoned our foods? Q Shaman Speaks. An all new Up Opus Corner, and for history, we'll be taking a deep dive into iPhone City, and how Apple is now built on modern day slavery. Memes and much more, so subscribe and stay tuned. So without further ado, before before I bring out my co-host, Opa, the Rangers are going to the World Series.
3: Yes, they certainly are. And I'm here at Globe Life Field here, getting ready for the first game of the World Series with the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks.
0: And you told me that, Uh, welcome Jake. And you told me, Opa, that, that they would never make it.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. And this time they won.
0: That's how baseball worked. Yep. So if anybody, a uh, part of the Ranger organization wants to uh, come on the program, you're more than welcome to. Anyways, I'd like to introduce my great and insightful co-host, Mr. Jake Grant. Welcome, Jake. How are you doing?
1: i'm doing pretty good jeremiah i'm happy for you guys you know i know it's been many years since uh the rangers have made it so uh i know you guys are repping your team and stuff so i'm just uh, happy we beat houston
0: like <laughs> houston sucks i will say that i don't like anything about houston and i'm sorry if you're from houston i just uh I can't stand it there it's too humid but uh yeah man you got some good current news for us today
1: yeah, but before I wanted to share with everybody, we have a new song that we just put out. Uh, uh, Simply Prodigal with Mike Maranatha has a new song called Strolling Out of Babylon, and I wanted to share it with our audience so we could play that clip. Let's do it, man.
4: Though my feet make be weary, you tell me carry on. To you for my strength You're always there when I call Fight the law with To the fast and strong, but we strapped up fighting out Babylon Double-edged axe attack, hack and slash through the army of lies. Yeah, we be blasting facts. you people are rising, shouting from the rooftops. We gon' keep calming till we get to the top. They want your mind in a box, but we breaking down barriers. Lexing in the masses, blood, we ain't the carriers. They crafting nefarious, y'all keeping this very good. We ain't the victims, now nah, we are the champions. It's the winning Yahusha where we walking commandments. They be steady advancing, but we got the advantage. Though my feet may be weird tell me carry on look to you for my strength you're always there when I call fight the lie with you
1: must travel from sea to sea to see if they can seek after the wisdom of the hallowed this hourglass is filling with sand and the wicked won't stand but a wise one will stand up and brush that dust off with their hands listen everyone's waking up realizing your aspect of love backs pack goes on the door time to waste the way to a path is called the tour uh, and walking after righteousness makes you a one excited to share with you guys and, and really jeremiah i've been telling you it's inspiring me we got to crank out our next tune man we had our you know quest for truth song that came out uh you know a couple months ago and i think the time has come that we got to give the people what they want Wh- when's our next feature gonna come up jeremiah we got to start cranking it out man let's
0: see what day is it it's uh october 25th let's do it by uh november let's do it within the month Is that fair? Hey,
1: hey, we're coming down through your way to visit, and uh, maybe when we come through, uh, that could be a little project. We crank out a new tune.
0: Absolutely. And where can people go find that song if they want to support or listen or Spotify? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think uh, Mike Maranatha put it out. So uh, you can find it on pretty much any uh, audio, streaming, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, Just search Mike Maranatha, strolling out of Babylon. Uh, So So everybody go check
0: that out. Everybody go check that out, for sure. I I loved it. It's great.
1: Thanks, man. I'm glad you guys liked it. Sweet, man. All right. Let's get into some news, guys. Let's do it. All right. Today's news. The looming threat of World War III is on the horizon, so we're going to spend a good amount of time cycling through uh some of the current events regarding israel and iran and the u.s uh we're also going to be talking about uh some interesting uh uh, conspiratorial stuff uh i find it interesting that this is how a lot of the kind of the the cool people get their news nowadays right they go to reddit uh and uh reddit has been called the front page of the internet and Uh, It depends on what you're browsing on Reddit. Now, these guys are going in with no brains, right? And they're coming out with what looks like brains, but it's just brains that they've strapped on from somebody else telling them what to believe. And so it's always important uh, when we look at current events to think with our own minds, right? It's so easy to offload and to listen to other people's opinions. And and that's why I like to share a variety of perspectives in our news segment, to help people kind of have enough sources to see a wider picture than a very narrow-minded, you know, way of looking at the world. So um, (laughs) let's go ahead and play this first interesting clip, which is a Jason A video, which is a compilation of some interesting news uh, from recent weeks.
0: Astronomers detect a mysterious blast of radio waves that took eight billion years to reach the Earth. This intense burst of radio waves lasted less than a Whatever. millisecond. Yet billion? scientists believe it gives valuable information. They believe this is one of the most distant and energetic signals ever observed.
2: Despite being so short, it released as much energy as the sun releases over a course of 30 years. I'm guessing years.
5: that's a real photo. As if things didn't seem apocalyptic <laughs> enough already, Scientists reported that a horned comet, three times bigger than Mount Everest, exploded we covered and that was last hurtling week. toward Earth. The blast originated on October 5th from 12P uh, Ponds Brooks, a cryovolcano. So for the uninitiated, this is a cold volcano, which erupts with ice instead of fire. So this particular comet measured a whopping 18.6 miles in diameter, the size of a small city. For reference, Mount Everest, the highest mountain on Earth, is just over 29,000 feet higher, about 5.5 miles. The British Astronomical Association, which is closely monitoring 12P, were made aware of this explosion after noticing that it appeared dozens of times brighter due to the light reflected by its coma. And the coma is the cloud of gas surrounding its center. This instance was particularly unique because the Arctic blast created the shape of what looked like horns, like some intergalactic biezel bub, or some experts have compared it to the Millennium Falcon. So the cause of this horn shape is unclear.
6: Now to the story, many woke up early today for four to see a ring of fire, a rare ring of fire eclipse in the sky.
7: From Brazil to Oregon, hundreds of millions
2: of people got to witness the rare ring of fire eclipse. It was also visible right here in Los Angeles. Griffith Observatory was packed burn, for three burn, hours the for the celestial show. Here in Los Angeles, stargazers the witnessing the crescent sun with a moon covering 70% of it.
7: It's so cool how it's like it's a a once-in-a-lifetime event you'll ever get to see and once you see it, you're like, oh my god, it's the best thing you've ever saw in your entire life.
8: It kind of rattles off these series of events that take place. And whether they're separate or simultaneously, we're not told. But the first one is what Jesus identifies, first of all, in verse 16 of Matthew 24. There he he talked about the abomination of desolation that's spoken of by Daniel the prophet. And we go to Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, and we can read what Daniel forecast. He said, he, speaking of the beast or the Antichrist, will confirm a covenant with many. And he's referring to the Jews. Keep in mind that Daniel's letter is directed towards the Jewish people. And so we know that the subject of these comments are, are Israel. And he says that he makes a covenant with them for, seven, for one seven, or literally a period of seven years. So that what's happening when the Antichrist, in the last slide I've talked about the Antichrist being the rider on a white horse who comes on the scene, part of his dynamic is entering into a covenant relationship with the nation of Israel. And the Antichrist joins in with the Jews and enters into a covenant with them And it may be part of the goal that we've talked about, build making Jerusalem into the universal capital of the world. As I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, that it is the only city in the world today that is recognized by the United Nations as being an international city. In other words, they initially in 1949, they declared it to be so, so that the Jews and the Arabs and the Christians would all start fighting, stop fighting over it. That didn't work very well, like most of the ideas the UN has, but nonetheless, it still has that legal stature And so uh, I think that that's probably where the Antichrist is going to center his capital. But what Daniel tells us, he goes on to say in the middle of the seven, in other words, at the three and a half year point, he will put an end to sacrifice and offering
1: So um, (laughs) some interesting uh, news, you know, we're seeing China get more and more involved in uh, kind of the political commentary. Uh, China sends six warships. Israeli military warns of wider conflict. Uh, And we're seeing that this uh, conflict with Israel and Gaza is being touted as something that could expand into a wider situation as the U.S. uh, sends aircraft carrier groups into the mediterranean we see china uh making stances here uh israel military has said it is striking hamas members and installations but does not target civilians and uh and i think it's just very interesting to see that this conflict whatever side you know people are supporting you see uh in the west many liberal-minded people are supporting Gaza and the Palestinians. Um, and then at the same time, you see you know, a lot of people throwing in with Israel and their right to stamp out Hamas and the atrocities that they commit. But you see that it's all kind of a domino effect as more and more signs of the times start to come onto the world stage. So we have... Here, uh, Iran raises a Mahdi black flag over one of the world's largest mosques and an ominous sign. Just recently, um, it's a, an opinion article on End Times headlines, of course, but uh, it says all of the signs are telling us that a war between Israel and Hezbollah is imminent. And once it begins, the U.S. and Iran will inevitably get sucked into the conflict as well. Um And so we know that Hezbollah is a compatriot with Hamas uh, and they've been supplying uh, weapons uh, and, you know, working with them to fight against the Israelis. Um, And uh, Esh News, uh, who we had on to talk about their uh, perspectives of the situation and the use of fear, uh, sent over this short uh, video. I won't play it, but he made a tribute to his friends uh at the uh trance music festival for um for the nova party victims and so if you are interested in trance music uh our friend over at esh news uh made this cool uh playlist to uh kind of commemorate his buddies there in the trance community maybe we can leave a uh, link in so, the bio
0: or in the description of this yeah video.
1: we can leave a link for uh near uh but thanks near for putting this together i'm sure a lot of people in the trance music community and people who enjoy that type of music would enjoy your set but uh since we're talking about that i wanted to mention that but uh with that said um i thought it was interesting you know we have a lot of the christian denominations looking at these events in the middle east talking about the signs of the times now uh, you got to be careful because there's a lot of uh, what's called dispensational theology uh, mixed in with the eschatology being talked about w- when it comes to current events and the nation state of Israel. Because uh, as Rob taught many years, and as I personally believe, uh, that the nation of Israel, according to uh, the Bible or the people of Israel, right, they are different than the secular nation state that claims that land right now as Israel. Uh, You have people that are, you know, flaming sodomites that are Israelis. um, But whenever you understand that being a people of the book and walking after the Torah of the Almighty and, and obeying Yah's commandments and being grafted into that nation of Israel is different than being part of the nation state of Israel, which is a secular nation. And it's very confusing uh, to modern Christians because there's what's called dispensational theology. And I would highly encourage you to check out, if you haven't yet, The Error of Dispensationalism from a a ministry called 119 Ministries. Uh, And if you wanted to check it out, just check out on my screen here. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, check out The Error of Dispensationalism. And it helps put to bed a lot of the issues that can blind us when it comes to end times events and uh and so one of these that i even heard in that video from jason a was dispensationalism separating the church from israel and so very very significant time to kind of figure out really what the scriptures is forewarning about prophetically um here's a picture i thought was very interesting i've seen this circulated um if the if the big v is not the mark. Of the beast then uh here's an interesting uh uh horse in the race uh this is the name of allah in arabic and this is the number of uh the greek number 660 and 6 uh which is uh how john would have wrote it if he wrote it in greek now some will put forward that the apostle john actually wrote the book of revelation in hebrew uh so that's you know something you know worth putting forward but It is interesting. The similarities here, Mm -hmm. it looks the same. And, you know, this, the name of, uh, in the name of Allah, this, uh, you know, this wording here is what they wear on armbands and on headbands uh, in radical Islamic uh, kind of circles. So, uh, you know, as we see all this coinciding, it just once again brings to mind that article I shared uh, during our interview with Nir Shoshani about uh, Albert Pike and his his supposed letter warning about the three world wars and what they were intended to bring forward and how the third world war was meant to be a war of faiths colliding the Jewish Islamic and Christian kind of parties into this big explosion that creates a, a nihilistic you know anti-religious movement and then because of that then you have, the ascension of the Luciferian religion that will then uh, axe all the atheists. So uh, it's a very interesting series of events. Um, here's an interesting one I saw. It's an article that uh, talks about uh, Mustafa Maya Amayi, the gypsy jihadist who recruited terrorists from his wheelchair. And, uh, and somebody you know said, we found the woke D&D cleric. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's uh you know he's converting people you know from his wheelchair uh, to the uh, jihadist uh, terror uh, you know belief set. Um, there's been a lot of concerns with the support and uh, humanitarian aid being given to Gaza. I mean we have the United States, Joe Biden, pledging millions and millions of dollars of relief and support to Gaza, uh, while there are numerous American hostages and. Uh, like 20-plus Americans were killed in the raid. And so, you know, then we see pictures like this circulating, which is, you know, humanitarian aid, uh, you know, full of bullets hiding in the food. Uh, So all of that is very interesting. Um, We have here uh, the support for Israel being put up on billboards in New York. And, And I'm not saying I side with the Hamas or whatever. But the similarities, I will say, with this picture of uh, They Live, uh, is you know it says, "Guys, I'm not feeling the new They Live reboot. Um, be human, stand for Israel." And you know, I think collectively we need to be very careful because, uh, just like Nier said, there is more to meet the eye of this being allowed to happen. Just like we had. 9/11 in the United States was a justification that really re- re- ramped up uh, support for uh, going over into the Middle East with U.S. troops. Uh, we have this event with Gaza and Israel ramping up support for whatever conflict is being played out before our eyes, and so we have to be aware that you know this is uh, you know all leading to something. Could this be the New World Order's push to escalate into a World War III? And, and if World War III kicks off and they start enlisting people and, and all the fear-mongering comes true, right, uh, are you going to just fall in line and, and get swept away with the war machine? So with that said, uh, I wanted to share uh, the first uh, uh, couple minutes or so of a great breakdown of the current situation in uh, Israel uh, and the co- topic of Iran and U.S. and World War Three and Hamas. Uh, from a channel that I think uh, very highly of. It's Bear Independent. Uh, he's actually a Torah observant. Uh, very based uh, scriptural uh, you know, news channel. But he's kind of gives these sit rep reports. Uh, with his kind of military background I guess. And he, he runs Refuge Medical. But uh, highly respect uh, Bear. For Bear Independent. And uh, I want to check out this first. You know dozen minutes or so of his breakdown of the uh, Iran and U.S. uh, possible coming conflict.
9: Let's do the brief. Okay, Bear. Alright, cool guys. Simmer down. We're just really excited, Bear. It's Wednesday. We're all gonna die Wednesday. Yeah, I know. We are. What's up, Patrick? Thanks, man. Thanks for the ten doll hairs. Bear independent brief 25 October 23. In case... You've been living in a cave somewhere, the United States may be headed for another conflict in the Middle East. As it stands, there are about 2,500 U.S. troops in Iraq and almost 1,000 in Syria, both of which are known for their millennia's long standpoint of peace and stability and prosperity. Nothing to see here. Already drones and rockets have targeted U.S. occupied bases and Iran has been blamed. A U.S. Navy warship has also intercepted over a dozen drones and four missiles fired by the Houthis. The Houthis. You might get familiar with who the Houthis are, because I have a feeling we'll be hearing more about them in the days to come. The commander of an Iranian-backed militia out of Iraq, Abu Allah Awala, said on TV that if the U.S. were to get directly involved in the war, quote, then the American presence in the region becomes a legitimate target for resistance fighters, fighters, whether in Iraq or elsewhere. End quote. And this is where the fleshly, egotistical part of me says, Alright, Glass Desert, just do it. We already got B1Bs that are, you know, near enough to being in theater. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just, just once and for all, let's party. Right? And everybody's been talking about, it's Gog and Magog, Gog and Magog, without knowing about Gog and Magog, because Gog and Magog, you might not know this, is in the Bible. It's in Revelation 38, or I'm sorry, it's in Ezekiel 38 and 39, and Revelation chapter 20, verses 7 and 8, and Israel wins the Gog and Magog war. So everybody keeps talking about, like, it's going to be utter destruction, yeah, for not Israel. For Israel, it's fine. Everything's good. It's literally a miraculous victory, uh, which in Jewish eschatology, which eschatology is a big word for end times theories. What do you think is going to happen when the world ends, bro? The Messiah is the one who delivers Israel from Gog, who is the prince. The, he, Gog is a guy of Magog, which is a place. And uh, Gog is referred to as the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. And Rosh is southwestern Russia. Uh, Meshek is the country of Georgia. And Tubal is uh, roughly Armenia ish in that area. So, eh, glass desert. Let's party. Let's do it. I know, we're not, we made it two sentences into the brief and I'm already off script. Whatever. Um, but do we have the will? Do we have the leadership? Mm, the will probably the will of the people I think is yes the will of those within the military. i mm, I'd say for the most part. Yes. Now the people who are uh, Shitting in litter boxes probably not uh, DoD leadership Civilian leadership in the White House probably not um, By the way most popular president ever 81 million votes in this previous election And let's see, we've only got war in Europe, war in the Middle East, and soon to be war in Southeast Asia. We're shutting down our um, longstanding proven energy production capabilities here domestically because of CO2, even though China emits more CO2 in their manufacturing processes than every other country on the face of the earth combined. Um, We had uh, a global pandemic Uh, We are laundering US taxpayer money through Ukraine back into a certain political party's pockets Um, Well-documented, let's see what else oh the collapse of uh, the US economy Um, Record record numbers of people crossing illegally at the border Um, Mr.. Poops his pants has, according to recent data that's come out, has been absent from the office approximately 40% of the days that he has been in office thus far. So, you know, do we have the leadership? No. Do we have the armaments? I don't know. We seem to be burning up a whole bunch of stuff over there in Ukraine, and the argument is, well, that's the previous generation stuff. We want to play with our new toys. We're going to use up all of our old stuff in Ukraine so we can play with our new toys elsewhere. That's fine. Who's getting rich from all of this? Because the answer is not me. Probably not you. Unless uh, your name is, uh, you know, Raytheon or General Dynamics or uh, Rockwell Defense Group. My dad was a contractor for Rockwell Defense Group. Anyway, I digress. Um, You know, not us. You know, now it's like you will eat the bug meat because it's all that you can afford. Um, And make sure to send your children off in the school bus to the state indoctrination facility and everything will be fine There's nothing to see here because while the the little people here in the United States of America are Literally struggling to make ends meet the narrative is everything's fine This is the best economy we've ever had they're like gaslighting the shit out of us. You must be crazy It's just you It's going through some stuff. It's not America. America's doing great. The economy's great. The dollar is strong. There is no civil unrest. There's no invasion on the southern border. There's not potentially three wars ongoing at the same time right now. Biden's definitely not laundering money. That's not happening. We're not trying to indict a former president on multiple 37 felony charges. No, it's just you. It's not everybody. It's just you. Dude, this is an abusive relationship. Like... We need to bounce, and this abusive spouse needs to get locked up. Should I read the brief? All right, I'll read the brief. By the way, the comments, I can't even read them on YouTube this morning, so I apologize if you have good comments on there. I can't see them because YouTube es mucho retardo. Um, (sighs) Just last Sunday, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said, quote, we don't want escalation. We don't want to see our forces or our personnel come under fire. But if that happens, we're ready for it." End quote. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that there was the "quote prospect of a significant escalation of attacks on our troops and our people throughout the region." End quote. "Recently at a ceremony in North Carolina, General Eric Smith addressed those considering targeting the Marines in the region. Warning, quote, for those that are in that area, if the MEU, Maritime Expeditionary Unit, has to go in, if you target them, someone else will raise your children, end quote. Now, I like that posture. I like that. And ideologically, if we we take this down, this logical pathway that we're on far enough, long enough, We end up, especially with this conflict in the Middle East, we end up devolving into essentially My God's better than your God, so I'm right and you're wrong Or my country's cooler, better, stronger than your country, so I'm right and you're wrong Which is the argument for why there should be world peace, global socialism, and uh, a one world religion All of which are hallmarks of the Antichrist so, beware all that nonsense. Um, so, the the inverse of that is maybe we are better than you. Oh, well, how dare you say that? Those are innocent women and children over there. Civilians, yep, 100%. Have you read the book of Joshua? See, I had a, uh, I had a brother posit this question to me, and it was a phenomenal question. How does... The grace and mercy of Messiah play into all of this. And the short answer is in Israel, it doesn't. Because the Muslims don't believe that Esau, as they call him, um, Yeshua, Yeshua, Yahushua, Jesus, um, they don't believe that he is Messiah. They believe that he was a prophet, but they don't believe that he's the Mashiach, the anointed one, the Messiah. And the Jews clearly don't recognize him as Messiah. So he is not indwelt in this situation at all. Which is why you're not seeing any grace or mercy. And the Yahudim, the Jews in Israel, which remember, the nation state of Israel is a secular nation, it is the home of the Jewish people, but only approximately one quarter of the nine million or so people who are there are practicing Jews, um, which is a low rate. Of participation when it comes to the religiosity of the Jewish system but only about a quarter of them are Jews but anyway they don't believe that that's Messiah that he's Messiah but they were attacked and they were attacked brutally and Hamas is you know ripping open the bellies of pregnant women and uh, killing old people they're specifically targeting women and children and old people that's terrorism and they're pissed and they want to wipe Uh, Hamas off the face of the earth understanding that literally this is what they're saying. Literally we are going to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth understanding that they are co-located with the civilians inside of Gaza the Palestinians and they're kind of, they being Israel at this point, are kind of like, meh don't care, don't care to the point that rabbis in Israel orthodox rabbis in Israel are pointing to passages in uh, Deuteronomy And in Numbers, and in the book of Joshua, saying, look, it says right here, these Palestinians, they're derived from the Philistines, which are the Philistines. Remember King David and Goliath? David lopped Goliath's head off, right, with his own sword. Everybody goes, oh yeah, David killed him with a sling. Negative. Read your Bible. Don't accept the shit that you're force-fed on Sunday morning. Read it. David knocked him over with a rock from his sling. And then as he was stunned, laying on the ground, he picked up Goliath's own sword and lopped his head off with Goliath's own sword, which later, later, was in the home of a priest. And when David is in much need because King King Saul is trying to kill him, David goes and eats the showbread because he's starving to death and he's disarmed. He has no weapons, but there's Goliath's sword. So twice he picks up the sword of his enemy and uses it to defend himself. Very cool. There's something to that, right? very much so what we're doing with these Babylonian rectangles of death. Let's use the sword of the enemy to lop its head off. So the Philistines and the Yehudim, the Jews and the Palestinians, have been going at it for about 3,000 years. They're not going to magically get along all of a sudden. And in the word, in the Bible, in this uh, awesome book right here, there's literal instruction for the Yehudim. Wipe these people out. Put them under the ban. What does under the ban mean? It's a very polite biblical phrase that says, kill everybody, men, women, and children. Which again begs the question, is our God cooler than your God? Are we, are we chosen people as compared to you being not chosen people? You take that far enough down uh, that train of thought and you end up somewhere at, well, my God must be better than your God. My country must be better than your country. And I don't have an answer to that other than to say that the father does have chosen people and that those chosen people do have enemies and they have forever and a day. And we all have the right to self-defense, right? All of us, we have the right to self-defense. Now, I'm not for the killing of innocent women and children, which is why what's happening in Gaza is a um, legitimate humanitarian issue. But so is Hamas invading and killing Israeli women and children and old people. Noncombatants. Terrorists. Terrorists target noncombatants. So all this shit is getting ugly. The United States is the great Satan. Uh, you, uh, the Israel, Israelis are the little Satan, according to Iran. So now Iran being a Muslim nation is like, that's it. We're going to wipe out the U.S. and Israel. So... Existential threats abound all over the place. Please excuse the rabbit hole that I fell into. Again, I'm kind of pissed that I can't read these comments right now. Back to the brief. An all-out war. Freaking Babylonian rectangle. Let's try this again. Uh, I rebuke you. One more again. An all-out war in the region involving Iran and the U.S. directly is, quote, not likely, end quote, according to analysts. You know, analysts have been wrong before. However, if Israel conducts a ground invasion in Gaza, which is likely to happen any day now, I haven't checked with all of my tarpon yellow. Bless you, Grandma Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Um, I haven't checked with all my sources out there this morning, but I was getting rumors of the ground invasion imminent uh, last night before I went to bed. So I don't know if it's happened yet or not because it's been imminent for, what, 10 days now? We shall see. If Israel conducts a ground invasion in Gaza and Hamas's defeat seems imminent, Then things could take a dangerous, dangerous turn. Also, some senior Biden administration officials have already said that Iran may seek to expand the Israel Hamas war. One senior defense official said, quote, we see a prospect for much more significant escalation against U.S. forces and personnel in the near term. And let's be clear about it. The road leads back to Iran. Iran funds, arms, equips and trains militias and proxy forces all across the region. We are preparing for this escalation both in terms of defending our forces and being prepared to respond decisively, quote, end quote. Now, um, dude, you guys are blowing me up with the super chats. I appreciate you. I can't see all of them. Scott Gentiles. Thank you. Grandma Joe, Thank you. Rewind Your Mind podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um. Here's my concern with this, Um, geopolitically. You stack enough Americans in the tinderbox that is the Middle East, it's just a matter of time before we have a black swan event uh, where Americans are killed in the line of duty, which then becomes the causus belli, the reason that we must go to war against insert country here. Knowing that it is factual for decades that Iran has backed Hamas and Hezbollah and has trained them and funded them, as has Qatar by the way, uh, Qatar, Qatar, where we have uh, many us military bases and house many American uh, defense personnel and something's bad something bad's gonna happen, and then we're going we must go to war against Iran now, even though we know. They're shitbags and have been for decades, and legitimately probably should have already. But can we actually afford, and not just monetarily, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually as a nation, afford another war in the Middle East? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that when the economy is bad, there's only a handful of moves that the big they... Uh, You know, the Reptilian Overlords, the Lizard People, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Illuminati, uh, the 300, Skull and Bones, pick your your poison, whatever. Whatever tinfoil flavor you're into, there's only a handful of moves that they can make. One are big overarching goals that are essentially unachievable, like, for example, global warming or the space race. And the other is war. War. Well... Looks like we're going to get some of that. We've already got war ongoing in Ukraine, which is funded by the United States of America, which is funded by you, your pocketbook, your checkbook, your withholdings on your paycheck. Then we've got uh, Israel, Hamas, Iran going on in the Middle East. And then we've got China and uh, what is the second Thomas Shoal in the Spratly Islands in the Philippines? Um, You know. There's a boat that was run aground in 1999 on the second Thomas Shoal by the Philippines, because China was trying to claim that little island or archipelago as theirs, and so the Filipinos were like, "Nah, dog, nah." That's a direct quote from the Filipinos. Nah, dog, nah, and they uh, they beached a boat there, a ship, small ship there, and turned it essentially into a military outpost. And now China like, is accidentally running their ships into Filipino ships and saying, we're at war. And what a wonderful time for China to decide that it's time to get froggy and you know do uh, Taiwan things and do Filipino things, etc., etc. Because the United States, it, can we fight a three-front war? I don't know. We're fixing to find out, aren't we? Now, definition at this point, I believe definitively at this point, This is literally a world war. So
1: highly respect Bear Independent. Uh, Not only is he good on the truth for world events like he's been covering, but uh, he's pretty solid on his biblical stances as well. Uh, And he shows kind of the discrepancy from the perspective of both sides and how this is all leading to a greater conflict that's like a swirling vortex sucking in all who place – ready troops over in that area a matchbox ready to be ignited um so uh w- while I, that is uh, a great breakdown of kind of the current situation i wanted to now uh share a funny kind of video on uh the quiet prepper moms uh post the uh stuff hits the fan event and uh what they'll be like so let's check out this next clip
10: all right everybody listen up I ain't gonna say
1: I told you so, but
10: I told you so. I've been prepping for six years all by myself. Y'all been laughing at me, not helping, living your lives like everything was fine, just oblivious to all the signs around you. Sit your ass down. Little Johnny, uh, glad to see your face. I haven't heard or seen from you in three months. How convenient of you to show up to eat here after the apocalypse. Let's just go over a few things. I'm in the Gotta start resting. One meal a day. If you would've let me get that Costco membership, we could be eating at least two meals a day. But no. Eric, you were convinced we didn't need firearms for anything like this. So here, take this flip-flop, go outside, and then you pull security detail for 12 hours. Anybody tries to us just whack them. Oh, I got a headache. Where's my barter of alcohol? here's the spray paint y'all black out the
1: window <laughs> uh i thought that was hilarious yeah, i that's mean funny. all the prepper moms that uh you know are gonna come out of their shell and be like here's what we're doing everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh man Loved it. well uh all right so uh let's uh check out a, a few other uh current event topics here um you know, we've had all over the news the whole topic of somebody, you know, being chosen for Speaker of the House. Well, uh, the black smoke indicates no new Speaker of the House has been chosen yet. <laughs> uh, that's a, what That's a funny one. Um, Ring is still offering customers $1 million if they capture footage of an extraterrestrial. So I wanted everybody to, to know, uh, you know, the offer's still out there. Cash in. Now over here we have uh brazil uh a drought actually reveals ancient rock carvings of human faces so i thought that was a really interesting article uh the carved rocks became exposed during the worst drought ever recorded in the area so uh, a drop in water levels of the amazon has revealed rock carvings which have been probably submerged for thousands of years you know unless you know, somebody just recently did that, but it's a uh, pretty interesting to check out. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, here's this next thing I, I wanted to share. This uh, this game was released in 2020, and and what's significant about that is this game that was released in 2020 uh, had all over the game on the wall. The virus is a hoax in several locations uh it's the uh let me let me just remind myself it's uh tom clancy's the division and operation dark winter uh, and I, I believe we covered this a while ago that embedded in this game was a warning that the virus is a hoax you know and it came out in, you know 2020 but uh, the reason i bring this up and why i feel it is significant to share is uh i I need somebody to double check the, you know, the the information on this, but Steve Kirch apparently is coming out saying you can now sue the MRNA COVID uh, V manufacturers for damages and the FDA is required to take the COVID Vs off the market. Why? Adulteration. The plasmid bioactive contaminant sequences were not pointed out to the regulatory authorities. It's considered adulteration. I just got off the phone with Professor Byram Brittle and Dr. Robert Malone on this. So uh, this is interesting. However, I will put forward that uh, during 2021, 2022, uh, the vast majority of that time, it was out under EU emergency use authorization uh, from the United States government. So uh, it protects them from suit. However, after that, emergency use authorization was ended uh it's possible that you know this could be true so if anybody is more aware on that i just wanted you to you know check me on this and see if there's more we can find out um you know name a product that blames its failures on those who didn't use it uh complete uh, you know brainwashing techniques right so uh that's uh some interesting news on that front uh, here's a video on poison foods and uh, and just an interesting take on uh, the reason to detox regularly and eat at home. Check this out.
6: Every idiot knows that fast food's bad for you, but what if I told you that it's worse than you could possibly imagine? The advocacy group Moms Across America recently reported out on a study regarding fast food, and the results are absolutely shocking. So
2: Moms Across America tested the top 20 fast food brands, plus one. We found glyphosate in 100% of them, we found heavy metals, lead and cadmium in 100% of them. We found harmful antibiotics and we found an aviary contraceptive in, for instance, the Chick-fil-A sandwich.
6: You may not care if you have fertility issues, but the truth is that's an endocrine disruptor that's going to affect the hormone levels of both boys and girls. And that has a whole cascade of detrimental effects, including things like depression, anxiety, ADHD, hormone imbalance, estrogen dominance, if unchecked, can lead to things like cancer. 85 million Americans eat fast food every single day. So even if you're the person that's making the good choice not to eat fast food, you're still being affected.
2: That includes our policemen, our teachers, are the people driving next to us on the road. It includes our politicians. Those are high numbers. And we can't run a country and have a successful future with that type of chronic mental illness and physical illness. It is a national homeland security crisis right now. That we do not have safe, non toxic, nutrient dense food.
6: So now it's more important than ever to educate yourself to support your health and nutrition, to make better choices, and to regularly find ways to detoxify.
1: So, so why is that important? Well, you know, while all these things are happening, uh, if war breaks out, you know, and you are dependent in a city on supply chains and this is the food that you are pretty much forced to eat or else you starve. Uh, It made me want to share this next clip which is about canning food and independence from the system. Check this out.
2: Why are so many people scared of this? This is how folks not too long ago did food. There was no Bilo,
11: Kroger, Publix.
2: Why is it so much more socially acceptable now to trust our groceries into the hands of strangers? Different countries before our food even gets up to us. Different countries, different hands, different companies, different strangers. But this, this scares people. This scares people to do. This scares people to eat. They are baffled. They don't even know what this is. This is health. This is control. This is power. This is self-sufficiency. This is independence.
1: And it's true. And you know, why is that important is, is being independent from the system. If the system collapses around you, is so important. And we've lost the art of feeding ourselves in a lot of ways. So, uh, I wanted to share that one, um, because what we eat, what we put into our body is so important. And like you saw in the previous video, the poisons and fast food and such, uh, oh man. So, uh, with that shared, let's check out, uh, this life handing you lemons analogy. Uh, that was made in a recent popular T V show.
12: Life answered lemons. Make lemonade. No. First you roll out a multimedia campaign to convince people lemons are incredibly scarce, which only works if you stop by lemons, control the supply, then I'm, I'm a media blitz. Lemons are the only way to say I let me the must have accessory for engagements or anniversaries. Roses are out, lemons are in, billboards that say she won't have sex with you unless you've got lemons. You cut the beers in on it. Limited edition lemon bracelets, yellow diamonds called Lemon Drops. You get Apple to call their new operating system O.S. Lemon. Little accent over the O. You charge 40% more for organic lemons, 50% more for conflict-free lemons. You pack the capital with lemon lobbyists. You get a Kardashian to suck a lemon wedge in a leaked sex tape. Timothy Chalvet wears lemon shoes again. the hashtag campaign, something isn't cool or tight or awesome. No, it's lemon. Did you see that movie? Did you go to that concert? It was effing lemon. Billy Eilish, OMG, hashtag lemon. You get Dr. Oz to recommend four lemons a day and a lemon suppository supplement to get rid of toxins because they're nothing scarier than toxins. Then you patent the seeds. You write a line of genetic code that makes lemons look just a little more like tits. And you get a gene patent for the tit lemon DNA sequence. You cross-pollinate. You get those seeds circulating in the wild. And then you sue the farmers for copyright infringement when that genetic code shows up on their land. Sit back, rake in the millions. And then, when you're done, and you sold your empire for a few billion dollars then, and only then, you make some lemonade.
1: Wow, so that's how the system works, right? And uh, man, it's uh it's it's crazy how they encode certain truths in T V shows. Um and yet sometimes the actors playing it are part of the propaganda uh, part pushing of the system. forward these agendas when they're not acting, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, with, our, uh, with that shared, our last news video of today is uh, the QAnon shaman breaking down media uh, deception. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now that he's out of jail, he's saying some things that don't sound too crazy, right? But uh, keep in mind, you know, always have your head on a swivel. But let's check out the uh, Q, Q shaman clip.
13: Psychological operations are largely based on three factors. Number one is neuro-linguistic programming. That is the use of certain uh, words, linguistics, to program the neurons or the pattern of neurons in the brain, in, in particular the subconscious portion of the brain, to affect the way that a person consciously perceives reality. Kay. Okay? Number two, you have something called critical factor bypass. Critical factor bypass is where you saturate the entirety of the environment in the media, newspapers, magazines, television shows, in the corporate world, in banking, you name it, in schools, colleges, you saturate all of them with a very specific message and you repeat it over and over and over and over again. Okay. Now, what happens then is that the subconscious mind, because it sees it everywhere, it assumes that it must be true, that this has to be real because it's everywhere in the environment. So it programs, once again, the subconscious mind to affect the way the conscious mind perceives reality. Now, based on neurolinguistically programming the individual and mass neurolinguistically programming the populations through critical factor bypass, why they call that is because your critical thinking is bypassed because it's programmed in the subconscious brain. That creates something called mass formation hypnosis okay, where 25 to 30% of the population believes this external stimuli believes and is programmed by this material, it is sheep, sheeple, sheeple. Okay, okay. So in order for mass formation hypnosis to occur, that 25 to 35 uh, 25 to 30% of the population has to gain some sort of heightened level of radicalism where they scream the loudest and then they get a hold of the levers of power. Right? Now, when it comes down to stopping this process from happening. All you need is 5% or more of the population to not become hypnotized and say, no, this is ludicrous, you are nuts, we are not doing that. Now, we've seen the effects of mass formation hypnosis, critical factor bypass, and neuro-linguistic programming in Nazi Germany. We saw it with the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia and the USSR. We saw it in the Red Revolution in China and the Chinese Communist Party, okay? So we've seen the effects of this process, and it is psychological warfare, okay? Now, when it comes to Q and the Q operation, and the reason I say it's a psychological operation is this. This is how it differs. The Operation Mockingbird media, what I call the Mockingbird media, Operation Mockingbird, CIA infiltrated media outlets. Right. So the Mockingbird media uses the techniques I just laid out to program the populations, so that they can use this propaganda to go to war, and then they can transfer public money into private hands. You see. So it's a it's it's a whole scheme.
1: It's a whole scheme, man. That guy had a lot of time to study up uh, in prison, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and to put that All makeup right, on. Well, that- yeah yeah you know as soon as he got out of jail he put the costume back on and i think he's riding a wave of kind of celeb status uh in the conservative party you know in a way which makes me very wary which is why i made that comment before keep your head on a swivel but he is saying you know true things so uh that's all the news for this week jeremiah thanks
0: all right thanks jake for another great current news as always and now a quick look at my mom's book protocol the kills
1: Kingsgate Media and Skiba News Nation present an exhaustive expose on government. The new amazing book, The Emotional
0: and Disturbing True Story.
2: Sheila Skiba. Following Rob Skiba's death, his widow, Sheila, and co-authors spent countless hours analyzing 40 days of recorded conversations, the transcripts of which appear in the book.
1: This is an extremely well-written first-hand account of the horrors Sheila Skiba endured for the 40 days her husband was held captive in the hospital.
2: It was hard to read and relive since I vividly remember when this was happening to this precious man. But I believe every person needs to know what was going on during the insanity of the pandemic. Sheila Skiba,
7: The Protocol That Kills a True Crime Story. This book shares a wealth of critical insights that will greatly aid in preventing future needless losses of life. Available on Amazon. Order now. Find more at
2: theprotocolthatkills.com
0: Well, it's about that time for an all-new Uppa's Corner. Take it away, Upa.
3: The following presentation may contain too many cat jokes. Viewer discretion is advised. This presentation is rated CJ Cat Jokes. Parental guidance suggested My
9: moved death Drei Ecken, Drei Ecken hat mein Gut, und hat er nicht Drei Ecken, Dat ist das nicht mein Gut.
3: Time for another Opa's Corner. So let's get started. A girl is sitting on the couch with her grandpa and studying the wrinkles on his old face. She gets up the nerve to rub her fingers over the wrinkles. She touches her own face and looks more puzzled. Finally, the girl asks, Grandpa, did God make you? He sure did, honey, a long time ago. Well, did God make me? Yes, he did, and that wasn't too long ago. Boy. He's sure doing a lot better job these days, isn't he? (laughs) Little Johnny comes downstairs crying. His mother, concerned at her boy's tears, asks, What's the matter, Johnny? Dad was hanging pictures and he just hit his thumb with a hammer. His mother was touched by the boy's sensitivity, but didn't like seeing him cry. "That's not so serious. Now I know you're upset, but a big boy like you shouldn't cry at something like that. That's something to laugh at. Ha <laughs> I did) <laughs> <laughs> An old snake goes to see his doctor and says, I need something for my eyes. I can't see very well these days. The doctor fixes him up with a pair of glasses and tells him to return in two weeks. The snake comes back in two weeks and tells the doctor that he's very depressed. What's the problem? Didn't the glasses help? (laughs) The glasses are fine, Doc. The thing is, i just discovered I've been living with a garden hose for the past two years. A distraught senior citizen phoned her doctor's office. Is it true that the medication you prescribe me has to be taken for the rest of my life? Yes, uh, I'm afraid so. There was a moment of silence before the senior lady replied. I'm wondering then, just how serious is my condition? Because this prescription is marked no refill. (laughs) Last night, I was walking home and decided to take a shortcut past the cemetery. Three girls walked up to me and explained that they were really scared to walk past the cemetery at night, so I agreed to let them walk along with me. I told them, I understand. I used to be freaked out too when I was alive. (laughs) Never seen anyone run that fast. (laughs) A man bought a lie detector robot. Every time the robot detects a lie, it slaps the liar. He decided to test it at dinner on his son, who he suspected of often lying to him. Son, where were you today during school hours? At school. The robot slaps the son. Ouch! Okay, okay, I went to the movies. Which one? Uh, uh, Harry Potter. The robot slaps the son again. Ow! Okay, okay, jeez. I was watching an adult movie, okay? What? When I was your age, I didn't even know those existed. The robot slaps the dad. The mother starts laughing. (laughs) He's your son after all. The robot slaps the mother. (laughs) A very sick man is lying in bed. He realizes he doesn't have much time left, so he asks his nurse to bring his wife, daughter, and both sons to him, as well as a witness and a camera to record his last wishes. When all are assembled, their eyes misty and their faces drawn, he begins to speak. My son, Sam, I want you to take the Ocean Reef Houses. My daughter, Sybil, you take the apartments between Mile Markers 100 and First Avenue. My son, Jamie, I want you to take the offices over at the Marathon Government Center. Sarah, my dear wife, Please take all the residential buildings on the Bayside on Blackwater Sound. The nurse and the witnesses are blown away as they did not realize his extensive holding. And as Doug slips away, the nurse says, Mrs. Smith, your husband must have been such a hard working man to have accumulated all of this properties. His wife just grunts. The jerk has a paper route. (laughs) (laughs) And now for the
11: funnies.
3: (laughs) I guess we're not in canvas anymore. Kit-nip. The long journey to breakfast begins with the first step on your human's face. That is so true, man. <laughs> Do you have gluten-free treats, lady? I'm lactose intolerant. Do you have vegan chocolate? I can't eat nuts. I'm a carbophobic. Organic only. I have a nougat allergy. Gender neutral candy? (laughs) Cat Halloween never gets very far. Our uh, friend uh, is thinking that maybe he'd like more than just the crumbs. <sighs> <laughs> okay. I talk, I talk. Take two sticks of approximately equal size and weight. Rub them together at opposing angles using short, brisk strokes. Ha <laughs> ha! I just got a text from you wondering if I noticed you left the coffee shop an hour ago. <laughs> the Philadelphia Air Quartet. <laughs> Snorby gone. Anti-snore mattress. (laughs) Veterinarian. Medical catnip. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Is that Garfield?
3: You're the one who wanted a cat. the head off here lies the man who discovered dynamite and here here also more and more here's some more more (laughs) It's dark (laughs) i never know which restroom to use in scotland (laughs) You're kidding! I was struck twice by lightning, too! (laughs) Four Dummies books. Check out my Halloween costume. I'm King Kong. I can't believe we're brothers. (laughs) Charlie, what are you doing? (laughs) Are you sure, Pete? I could swear mom said the best candy came from the Schmidt house. <laughs> it's important to have intelligent conversation with those who have different viewpoints. Well, let's hope for the best with this big dumb dog. <laughs> Uh, I'll call you back later, okay? Uh, I'm having dinner with my editor. <laughs> Aren't you kids supposed to say, trick or treat? Hey, I'm talking to you. Hello! CIA advanced training. If you get captured, be sure to take one of our new pumpkin spice cyanide capsules. (laughs) (laughs) Karate school. The class abruptly stopped practicing. Here was a chance to not only employ their skills, but also to save the entire town. (laughs) Tap, bottled, sparkling, spring, mineral, or genetically engineered. What's that? Your friend Oliver has two mommies. (laughs) Homemade cream of chicken soup. Thirty dollars. Do you even know how hard it is to milk a chicken? First annual couch potato, point zero 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 one zero K, start, finish. (laughs) Open the airlock, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. (laughs) Next window, please. (laughs) Black cats waiting to be auditioned for a horror movie in 1961. And that concludes another
9: Opa's Corner.
3: Opa's Corner is now available on my own YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe.
0: Opa, that was a great Opus Corner. And that that black cat thing, it's crazy because when I tried to get, when I was looking for a cat, and I ended up being Charlie, I was looking for a black cat because, do you know that they're not adopted as much as other breeds of cat or other colors of cats? Because people think they're bad luck. In England, I heard it's the other way around, it's a white cat, but... He was the closest thing I could get to a black cat, so, yeah, thank you, Opa. Now a word from our good friend, JJ. Are you tired of living in constant pain? Do you feel like you've tried every CBD product on the market with no relief? Look no further than JJ's natural CBD rub. When I was diagnosed with degenerative disc disease, this was the only product that completely took my pain away. Working with JJ has been a dream come true, and his products have completely changed my life. Don't just take my word for it. Visit JJ's website, jjcbdrub.com, and read hundreds of testimonials from people whose lives have been changed by all of JJ's amazing products. And now, as a Skiba News Nation exclusive, you can get $50 off a three-pack special of JJ's Natural CBD Rub by texting CBD to 920-382-7720. Don't suffer in silence any longer. Take control of your pain today with JJ's Natural CBD Rub. Again, text CBD to 920-382-7720 for an exclusive discount and start feeling the relief you deserve. The links are in the description below as always you're the man jj all right it's time for some mystery so have you guys ever wondered like where your iphones come from or or anything like that have you ever heard of iphone city Opa?
3: nope never have
0: and jake
3: i
1: have not no i'm not familiar
0: that's what we're going to be talking about today and it's a pretty sad and scary story so with this first clip i'm going to give you a little preview of kind of what we're going to be doing a deep dive on today so let's play that first clip
2: (laughs) zero covid policy continues to exert pressure on its people world's biggest apple iphone factory for 30 percent as the company deals with covid restrictions
3: there are reports of violent demonstrations at foxconn's biggest plant in china
6: people wielding sticks smashing surveillance cameras and windows at the massive campus of the apple supplier
3: tough
2: restrictions put in place at the plant to quash a covid 19 outbreak and this facility has been under a variety of covid restrictions for months
3: and they have ended in the rare instance of wild at the plant in the central city of Zhangzhou,
6: The unverified footage during the rounds on social media is alarming. This is
7: the mega factory in China that's responsible for around 50 to 70% of all the iPhones in the world. Its nickname is iPhone City. And these are the people who make our iPhones. In late October, a single COVID case was detected among the Foxconn staff. And according to the Chinese government's Zero-COVID policy, that meant the entire factory had to go into lockdown. Most Foxconn workers live in filthy dorms on the factory grounds. Filthy conditions, garbage piling up in the hallway, The factory plunged into chaos. Videos showed workers scrambling, fighting to get enough food and supplies. And thanks to the lockdown, they were locked inside these dorms with no pay and little food.
2: They've been complaining online, saying that the conditions at the uh, factory have deteriorated, that they're low on food as well as medical supplies um, because they live and work there. And then also a lot of the people have been quarantined there. (laughs)
7: while other workers were taken away to quarantine facilities. In some of the
6: quarantine areas, notices are hung up that read Don't approach as returning Foxconn workers are in quarantine. Look at that thing. This is November 3rd, Foxconn dormitory. Look at so many people wearing white and those with suitcases. They are the ones being taken away for quarantine.
7: They were living like forgotten prisoners. No one cared if they starved, got sick, or couldn't contact their families life became unbearable. And after an entire month of being locked down, the dam finally broke on November 23rd,
11: 2022.
7: The slaves had had enough. Some workers escaped and walked hundreds of miles to their homes. Others chose to fight. It was a massive uprising, something that China and Apple had never seen before.
5: pretty critical time for Apple because it's preparing to launch its new iPhone in the next few months. How much will this disruption affect
3: production?
2: So the number is expected to be slashed by as much as 30%, even though Foxconn is trying to shift the production to its uh, hub in Shenzhen, but we don't know how much that can actually make up for it. And with the rollout of iPhone 14 expected at the at the end of the year towards the holiday season, this could eventually
6: and
9: uh, potentially have a lot of impact on the global supply.
7: And what did Apple CEO Tim Cook had to say about all this chaos? Do
6: you have any reaction to the factory workers that were beaten and detained for protesting COVID lockdowns? Do you regret restricting airdrop access that protesters used to evade surveillance from the chinese government
7: not a single word these are the de facto slaves behind your iphone
0: so we thought we had a bad here in america i mean they were legitimate slaves i mean when i first saw this i i mean it kind of blew my mind because here in america we just we just there's a new iphone that comes out we don't think about where it comes from or who's making it or whatever but it's like these people looked like they were crossing the border but they were trying to get home in their own country crazy
3: of course this didn't make the mainstream news why would it
0: why would it i mean they don't they don't want us to know right and opa opa me and you used to be like iphone heads like we would watch the the iphone things and they, they didn't bring any of this stuff up yeah, when I first saw this, it, it freaked me out, and I thought I had to share with you guys because I was like, if the, if I mean, we thought we had it bad, and these people were being like, "Do you see that blow dryer thing that they're spraying on those people?" I and mean, I can't even imagine, you know. So let's play this clip.
2: The world's largest iPhone factory in China, Foxconn plant, could fall 30% as the company deals with COVID
6: restrictions. Protests at the main Foxconn factory in China are intensifying.
7: So you're a poor 20-year-old something from a village in China, and you need to feed your family fast. You've heard of this employer called Foxconn, a Taiwanese company that is the biggest employer in China and one of the biggest employers in the world, and you heard about iPhone City, their biggest factory where pretty much everyone gets hired as long as they have a valid ID and can recite the English alphabets. You hear that you will spend your days living in a dorm with 7 other workers, and that in the mornings you'll walk over an hour to the factory, and 10 hours later you'll walk another full hour back to your dorm. You hear that the work will be boring, but at least it will give you a decent stable income. At Foxconn, factory workers make 350 iPhones a minute. At one point, 85% of the world's supply came from this one building. What started as a small 10-person company that made Atari joysticks in the 80s has now grown into the single largest employer in China. 1.3 million people are on Foxconn's payroll. That's the same number of people who live in Estonia. And it's not just a factory, it is a mini city. Around the city, you'll find restaurants, clothing stores, movie theaters, and bars. When you first set eyes on the place, it almost looks fun and not that bad. But what they don't tell you is that in order to keep your job, you'll have to work overtime. That's 12 hours a day, sometimes even 14 hours a day, 7 days a week, doing the same monotonous tasks over and over and over and over again. A lot of workers end up depressed. If you make a mistake, your boss will force you to write a formal apology and read it in front of the entire staff. You might be asked to stand at attention for several hours as punishments. At the end of your shift, you'll go back to your dorm to sleep, and the next day, you'll get up to do it all over again and all of this for just around $330 a month, which is way below the around $1,300 national average. So in order to make more money, you'll have no choice but to sign up for Foxconn's unwritten overtime rule. If your boss asks you to pull a 12-hour shift at the last minutes, you say yes. Otherwise, they'll just replace you with another body. They have a constant line of slaves, I mean workers, just outside the factory doors waiting to take your job. And if they happen to be a little short on applicants, they'll just draft up some people from a nearby village or recruit children from a nearby school because there's never a shortage of peasants that need a little extra cash, even if it kills them.
0: That's just like more of a backstory of where it is, what it is, and, you know, who it is. Like, it's going to blow your mind. So check out this next clip.
8: We are at Foxconn, the world's largest contract manufacturer for electronics in Shenzhen, which has been shaken by a series of worker suicides. A confused and grieving
6: family wondering how it could have ended like this. In
7: 2010, a sudden string of suicides took place on the Foxconn campus. Sun Daniel was one of the first. Sun was accused of stealing a prototype model of the iPhone that had yet to be released. Sun told his friends that he had been beaten and publicly humiliated by the Foxconn security guards because of this. In a text to his girlfriend, he wrote quote, Dear I'm sorry, go back home tomorrow. I ran into some problems. Don't tell family. Don't contact me. I'm begging you for the first time. Please do it. I'm sorry." Quote. On the morning of July 16, 2009, Sun jumped from the 12th floor of his dorm building. More deaths followed. By the end of 2011, eighteen employees had committed suicide. But why the sudden change? Foxconn workers have always lived indoors hundreds of feet off the ground. Their work was just as bad as it has always been。or
8: was
7: it? See, this string of suicides lined up perfectly with the growing popularity of the iPhone. Apple was putting in big orders, Foxconn management was getting distracted by bigger problems, and the workers were being ignored while being forced to work insane overtime. These deaths were not good for Apple, so they must have done something really big to fix the problem, right? Why, yes, they did. Enter Suicide Nets. Suicide Nets.
0: What are your thoughts, Jake?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have such a big problem of people jumping that you have to put those up, uh, you know, yeah, just a sad series of, uh, you know, people getting depressed and, and... stuck in that system man it's really sad to see things like that are happening in the world
0: i mean these human beings i mean they feel like they they are modern day slaves to apple and it's like i've heard the story of the guy that had the iphone i've heard that story but it was not reported on a lot but you never hear anything about these nets or these masses amounts of people that just feel like they can't do it anymore it's like I, I always talk about amazon because they were strict but this is like amazon on steroids i mean they have to get out a mass amount of iphones i mean i, I couldn't even imagine it just gets crazier and crazier so let's uh let's learn more about what uh apple's doing to its uh, slaves
2: it's a difficult situation they've got a lot of workers who are leaving a very poor rural areas coming to these factories away from home for the first time 19 years old uh, they're probably less prepared to leave home than your typical high, high school student going to college in this country and um, so I, I think there's some real issues there
0: and you all are bringing in psychiatrists or any or we're trying
2: a- to understand right now okay before we go in and and say, we know the solution. We, we need to understand what the problem is. And what so problem. you have teams of, but what kind of yeah. folks do you send over? There? I mean, so they have to be some kind of social workers or what do you send over there to find out? Or just lawyers or what? No, not lawyers. <laughs> not lawyers?
1: No,
7: definitely not lawyers,
1: suicide nets. Fatigue and boredom are common in any factory, but this one is surrounded by suicide nets. They are everywhere.
7: And if you think about it, it makes sense. You can't to your death if there's a net to catch you. And according to Steve Jobs, suicides were not that big of a deal anyways.
2: You know, they've had, uh, if you count the attempted suicides, 13 so far this year. And while that is still, they have 400,000 people at this place. So 13 out of 400,000 is 26 per year so far uh, for 400,000 people, or, uh, you know, let's say seven per 100,000 people. That's still under the U.S. US suicide rate of 11 per 100,000 people.
7: But what Apple was soon come to learn is that the thing about suicide is if you really want to do it, you will find a way. So as the years went by, Foxconn employees started to stage group suicides. In 2012, 150 workers gathered on a rooftop and threatened to jump if they weren't given their fair wages. The same thing happened in 2016. The group's were eventually talked down, no one actually jumped, but this growing suicide movement was a key turning point in Foxconn's history. It was the initial spark that would eventually burn it to the ground.
0: I mean, finally, these human beings just had enough, and so, I mean, what do you think, Opa? I mean you're into the 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 apple stuff did you know any of
3: this nope like i said i didn't you know mainstream media really didn't cover a lot of this at all
0: nope and uh that's why we're here at skiba news nation we're going to give you the truth so so now we're going to be talking about the the foxconn revolts so let's play that clip
7: This is what the Foxconn plan looked like on November 23, 2022, and this is why.
6: These workers, they've been angry about wages or angry about dirty living conditions and chaotic COVID rules. It's unbelievable this would happen inside China, says a Foxconn worker who was there. He also claims thousands like him didn't get sick pay when they were stuck in quarantine with COVID.
7: Just one month earlier, Foxconn was put in a closed loop lockdown which meant that no one was allowed to leave the Foxconn campus. They were locked in until every COVID case was cleared. Workers were promised pay if they went into quarantine, but they would soon come to realize that that was all a lie. New hires were promised a bonus if they worked during the outbreak. Some people quit their jobs just to join Foxconn at this time. But guess what? There was no bonus. That was a lie too.
8: At first we thought to address the issue because we didn't voluntarily go into quarantine. And then we wanted to ask whether quarantine could be counted as working days. And then for the first gathering, we just wanted to discuss these issues. And then we didn't know there might be some people trying to make trouble. So as the situation developed, we assembled, and then went down from the dormitory to the gathering. And after, it became what it was.
7: The dorms were unlivable. They weren't getting paid, they weren't getting fed. iPhone City had become a giant prison, and the workers as inmates, and the prisoners wanted out. Foxconn eventually offered each employee $1,400 just so they would stop destroying the factory. But it was too late. For the first time, it was more than just about the money.
8: I left because management was still fairly chaotic. And nothing they said ever counted for anything. So things could change suddenly. We spoke out at night to fight for our rights. So,
1: what are your thoughts, Jake? I just am curious. So far. Yeah, you know, I've heard it said over the years that cell phone technology... Uh, could it have been given to us by the fallen angels, you know, being unleashed? Uh, <laughs> and while, yes, there's probably some truth to these black mirrors we have in our hands, uh, you know, being, you know, dark technology that is being used to, you know, suck our souls out of our minds, you know, out of our bodies. Uh, whenever you hear about how the industry around it is so dark and, uh so you know the you know so evil things going on it really does kind of make it more true to me but i mean uh, just uh i mean what we use and how it's made uh does it matter i guess that's the big question everybody should ask
0: good point so this next clip i call the most powerful company in the world which is probably apple i mean some people may debate it's disney but Apple and Disney are in bed together, like they're always hand in hand, so let's check out this next clip.
7: As a result of this uprising, Foxconn found itself having trouble getting enough workers to operate the assembly line. The company reported that it was short around 100,000 workers at Iphone City. 100,000 workers! And because of that, Foxconn's CEO sent a letter to Xi Jinping, a letter that warned that if the Chinese government didn't relax their zero-COVID policy, it would threaten China's bottom line. Weeks later, Xi Jinping actually agreed, and China started relaxing the lockdowns. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is just how powerful Foxconn is. Not many companies have the power to sway the Chinese governments. But then again, not many companies produce up to 40% of the world's electronics. We're talking Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Kendo's, Alexis, Google Pixels. They're all produced by Foxconn. Not many companies employ so many Chinese citizens. And not many companies have such a direct impact on China's standing on the global stage. So when Foxconn speaks, Xi Jinping listens.
0: It's just, it's just crazy to me. Just everything. I mean, the next one we're going to play is called... Slavery pays, but we all know that the root of all evil is the love of money, right? So check out how evil this is
7: Why is Apple so comfortable having pretty much slaves in their supply chain? The easy answer is profits, which is true, but it's not the full story. See, Apple employs these de facto slaves not because they want to, but because they have to. Apple would literally be out of business if they didn't. See, iPhone City employs around 350,000 people. Since they make around 50-70% to of the world's iPhones, we can assume that there's around 350,000 other workers elsewhere making the other half of all the iPhones. So 700,000 workers in total. But that is just for the iPhone. Apple also makes a lot of other stuff like AirPods, MacBooks, iPads. So let's bring that total worker count up to, let's say, double that at 1.4 million servants. Let's also assume that these 1.4 million servants are all getting paid around $330 a month or around $4,000 annually. Pretty cheap, right? Well, not really, because that's already around half a billion dollars in payroll. Half a billion dollars for de facto slaves. Now let's say Tim Cook all of a sudden sees the light and decides that he wants to make a change. He wants to transition Apple away from this unethical labor force and only employ people in first world countries while paying them a living wage, which in America, MIT estimates to be around $69,000 per year. But let's be real, you're Apple in America. You will need to give your workers a ton of benefits and stuff. So let's round the true cost per employee to around $100,000, as following the estimate provided by the U.S. Small Business Association. So we went from paying around $4,000 per year for each of your slaves, air quotes, to paying $100,000 a year for each of your first world employees. Well, would you look at that? Not using financial slave labor would increase your expenses by a whopping $134 billion. Apple only made around $100 billion in net income as of July, 2022, which means if Apple took this ethical route, they would go from making $100 billion a year to losing $30 billion every single year. In other words, they would be out of business which means Apple's entire business model is dependent on de facto slave labor. They can't live without it. And the scary thing is that it's not just Apple. Run this same kind of logic on most of the biggest corporations in the world, and you'll realize that they're all dependent on de facto slave labor. None of them would have been able to scale to how big they are today if it wasn't for de facto slave labor. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the secret of the world. Slavery. See, it used to be that you would need a standing army to conquer a territory to enslave its people with whips and chains, like the Roman Empire did. But today slavery comes in a much more sophisticated form. It comes in the form of debts, of outsourcing, of globalization. And every single powerful government and corporation have become masters at this game, just like Apple has. See, slavery never went away. It just changed forms and it slipped right underneath our consciousness. And the elites have worked very hard to keep it that way.
0: So it doesn't matter what company it is. I mean, after learning all this, it kind of, it made me really sick. Like I just question everything now. And every time I look at my iPhone, I'm like, man, like these people were forced into these conditions and and like how did i not know how how did the mainstream media keep it quiet for the world like nobody knew like i didn't know any of this stuff
1: did you jake no man uh i mean this is you know it's shocking whenever you learn all this stuff and i think a lot of people are waking up to it nowadays
0: good well that's all i got for for the uh most evil company in the world apple and uh but before we move on, I want to show um, these photos. So they just unveiled the Ronnie Van Zandt, uh, my friend Gene Odom that was on the show, the Ronnie Van Zant Memorial. And uh, he sent me these two photos, so I wanted to show them here today. So it's kind of hard to see, but that's it's like a picture of, of Ronnie. This is where the plane crashed. And then the other one, that's a poem that he wrote, which... You know if you want to read it you can pause it or but it but it's a really beautiful poem um there he wrote that yeah he wrote that whole poem
1: wow. oh yeah i see his name down there gene odom wow yeah
0: he actually uh recorded a song here when he was here and uh he, he wants to come back i'm actually going to call him right after we are done filming but um they're gonna fix up i don't know there's something wrong with the, the front of it so they're gonna redo it and i'm gonna try to fly out there for you guys that way we can see where the plane went down and all that stuff. Because I find that very interesting. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but but Gene's a great guy. And I think it's so cool that I get to call Gene a good friend. The same dude that Ronnie Van Zant, Leonard Skinner, called a good friend. Like, that. that's pretty cool. How many people get to say that, you know? But anyways, that's all I got. uh, Let me know what you guys think down in the comment section about what you thought about the Apple thing or the G-Notem thing, or just let me know. If you like it, don't like it, I don't care. So you got some memes for me, Jake?
1: I do. Let's get them. Meme me up. I know you're a little younger than I am. I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro, Negro Leagues, went on to become Negro. Negro. (laughs) What was that?
0: Meet me up. Charlie was offended by being called the n-word.
1: I know. (laughs) Uh, Here's one, you know, you'll appreciate. It's a giant uh, cat building. That's awesome. Uh, somebody photoshopped a cat onto a building, so pretty cool.
11: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, here's one. Uh, I have religious trauma. They said my sin was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, the look in the kid's face in church when I tell them John the Baptist and Winnie the Pooh have the same middle name. <laughs> Do you know what that middle name is, Jeremiah? don't it's the (laughs) oh (laughs) oh yeah the poo
0: made me laugh really
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay so we got one here the galactic senate is being controlled by the sith wake up sheeple (laughs) that's funny. oh man so anyways i thought that was hilarious uh Mm -hmm. It reminds me of our current day politics, you know. Oh yeah, we're the guys out there on the street with the tinfoil hat, going. The Galactic Senate is being controlled by the Sith, you know. <laughs> yep.
11: Uh,
1: all right. Uh, here's one we can zoom in on. Uh, this is a variety of musical chairs. Very interesting. Let's check out what some of these are. All right. So we have, uh, you know, this is what people would sit on in folk and uh, rock, you know, classic rock pop chair a jazz chair classical right punk
11: very <laughs> true
1: yeah <laughs> blues is the couch right mm-hmm. uh metal uh gospel soundtrack opera new age calypso indie rap industrial Easy listening, country, reggae is the beanie be- beanie chair, right? <laughs> a swing. <laughs> swing is a literally swing and alternative. Oh, man. That's so funny.
0: Very cool. It's pretty so, pretty uh, accurate. Anyway,
1: yeah, pretty accurate. I mean, those chairs really do depict uh, those type of, you know, songs.
0: And ours are Skiba News Nation chairs, like your chair.
1: Skiba News Nation chairs. My iconic yellow upholstered chair, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. Uh, I got an email explaining how to read maps backwards. It was spam. Because <laughs> spam yeah. backwards is maps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, here's a here's a funny one. I wanted to look at closely with you guys. It's books under the new Discover a New Hobby section. And let's look here and see what it actually says. Huh? It's it's serial uh... killers.
0: <laughs> That's, uh, Eileen Warno's, uh, evil families. That's John Wayne Gacy. Uh, I can't, th- I can't tell if that's Ted Bundy or not, but it looks like the very first one is Charles Manson, who I named my cat after. Um, I don't know if I should have said that, but yeah. Serial killers are the new hobby.
1: Yeah, I, mean... I guess so. I-, I think it's somebody playing a prank or whatever. It's uh, it's funny how they organized it that way. Yeah.
2: I mean, oh, it,
0: it is really interesting to to learn about true crime because you really get to understand why people are like why these particular killers kill and it's so weird because to most people you would never think about doing some of the stuff that they do It's just so sick and it's like based in trauma it's pretty crazy yep so discover new hobbies
1: <laughs> discover new hobbies yeah don't follow those hobbies let's <laughs> uh I guess they're what they have is they've got a camera on that bookshelf and they're watching to see who's got a you know, serial, killer, serial killer mindset you know a, 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 a what, what's the word a, a, a psychopath a psychopathic you know brain
0: <laughs> a chameleon
1: here's a, a cool uh, like crazy mobile home or like trailer thing that Opa sent me you know we, we've showed a couple of these over the past few weeks and I think this is awesome
0: should just be a new segment rvs that looks really cool looks like a concept car
1: all right uh if you don't have the budget to fix your car (laughs) just put some (laughs) roadrunner stickers on it with the you know wiley coyote
13: me 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 me
1: uh here's one you know they said noah was a crazy conspiracy theorist right mm-hmm. well guess what he was vindicated eventually and yep. uh we will oh too. man all right uh here's one if your dog poops pick it up please It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> uh, a big dog and uh oops last one uh, I mean, how fast was that kid going? <laughs> <laughs> I used to have one just like that.
0: Same accident. I think that's why I'm weird. Hey,
3: Jay, can you bring that cat one up? The first one you did? Yeah. I think that's a painting.
0: Yeah. A mural. Maybe
3: it's a mural. It's a painting. It's painted on. The, Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: I don't know if that's a mural. That's a That's a really good mural. It looks too fuzzy, like it looks too realistic, right?
1: Oh, uh, I thought it was a photo. Oh, but the then cats the cat's looked too real. I thought I thought it was a Photoshop, but yeah, I guess it is a painting. Jeremiah, what would you have? What would you do if you had a cat that big? Would you like ride it around, or like, what would that look like?
0: I'd be very nice to it because it could <laughs> yeah. eat my. If a, if a normal cat could eat my head in thirty minutes uh after i'm dead uh i can't imagine what a cat that big would do but yes i would definitely probably ride it and take it with me everywhere it doesn't take that long to get to uh opus house from the studio on the, on the back of the big cat you know
1: <laughs> good answer <laughs> all right that's all memes this week
0: all right jake thank thank you for another great current news and memes as always Opa thank you for another great opus corner i hope you guys enjoyed today's history segment and the rest of today's episode. Never quit fighting. Let no man deceive you. Thank you for coming alongside us as we fight for justice and continue our quest for truth. Subscribe and stay tuned. If you would like to submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skebanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skebanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skebanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon where you will get exclusive content, shout-outs, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout-out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash News Nation. Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcasts on your favorite podcast platform.